World Endurance Podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are around the world. Uh, I certainly am. Racing's not far away. Off the top, I just wanted to quickly send out a big thank you to everyone who's sent in a rating or reviewed or is following the show, um, all that good stuff. Um, you know, this podcast started less than a month ago with absolutely no listeners. And, you know, for those of you who take the time to just put a few moments in to um, to, to give a rating or, or anything like that, um, yeah, it just helps share the project around on the uh, on the internet, wherever that may be. And, um, yeah, kind of I'm working really hard to, to make sure this is as, as good of a, a product as possible, I suppose. So, yeah, for, for everyone who's spent a bit of time helping, uh, really appreciate that. So a heartfelt thank you to, um, to everyone out there. Now, with all that boring stuff out of the way, let's jump into the prologue. Prelude, that's what I've decided to call it. I thought the prologue prologue as a title would be a bit boring. So, you know, prelude sounds a bit classier. So I decided to um, to roll with that. So let's address the elephant in the room. That is the uh, the prologue has been delayed. I didn't actually think I'd have enough time to get this episode in before it started, but with the delay, I've actually you know had a bit more time, so I've been able to have a quick look at that. So I guess every cloud has a silver lining there. So I thought I'd just kind of cover off what's actually happening there because I've seen kind of everywhere. You know, they're saying oh, it's been delayed, and we'll, I'll um yeah the, get into the dates and stuff in a sec, but. Just the actual reason, so, um, you know, the, the WEC um, news outlets have all been saying there's a geopolitical situation in the Red Sea and Suez Canal, which is kind of stopping the shipping routes or adding significant delays to it, um, and that's affected the um, majority of the um, LMGT3 grid and a few hypercars. And I find this quite interesting because, you know, we're at the pinnacle of sports car racing, endurance racing, and, you know, they're still affected by these political issues in kind of that part of the world. And it just goes to show with unstable areas, you know, they do have knock-on consequences. Um, I know we're a racing podcast, but I just thought I'd give a, a bit of context into the situation in the Red Sea at the moment. Long story short, there's a, a war happening that kind of started in 2014 um, in Yemen between the, the healthy rebels and Saudi Arabia's got involved with their government. And that the kind of conflict finished in 2022, but the, the Yemen president resigned and that sort of stopped the conflict. But at the moment, there's these rebel groups who are repeatedly attacking, um, attacking, <laughs> attacking kind of international ships in the Red Sea, and that's kind of what's causing the delays. And they're protesting against um, the fight in Israel and um, the UAE, United Arab Emirates, have kind of gone in as support. It's just kind of gotten all all a little bit bigger with, you know, tensions getting a bit higher. So, um, yeah, that's what the, um, the situation there is like. Um, and I suppose if you're moving an entire race team throughout these waters that there's going to be there's going to be issues. So, yeah, that's um, that's what's happening there. Um, I got that information from the Global Conflict Tracker. That's run by the Council of Foreign Relations, and there was also an interesting article um, by the Arab Center in Washington, D.C. that had a bit of information on it too, so just thought I'd clarify that. I'm not um, not having a rant or giving my opinion. That's just uh, kind of what's happening there, I suppose, from, a, um, yeah, from their perspective. So with that little uh, history lecture over, you could say, um, yeah, so the following times for the prologue, they've 
uh, been delayed, as I said. Um, so now the first session is going to kick off on Monday, the 26th of February. This is all local time. Um, that's going to be uh, 8.30 till uh, midday, 12 o'clock. Uh, that's going to be the first session. Uh, and then with a two-hour break in between, then they're going to go from 2 p.m. till 5 p.m. Um, and then another little break, and then they'll start again at 6.30 p.m. up until uh, 10 p.m. And then there'll be one session on Tuesday as well, the 27th of February, um, and that'll be from 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. So there's a, a bigger four-hour session. And then the following week is um, completely unaffected. That's running as normal, uh, the Qatar Airways, Qatar, 1,812 kilometers. Um, so that'll, yeah, that'll be as normal on a Saturday as well, which is interesting. And we'll probably jump into what's happening there, why it's on a Saturday. First couple of Formula One races there on Saturdays as well. So yeah, I'll get into that. We'll, uh, we'll do a bit of a roundup of the, the prologue. What could I call that? The prologue epilogue? The prologue epilogue. There we go. That's what we'll call it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll um, do that and a bit of a preview for the um, yeah, for the uh, the Qatar 1812. A bit of other news as well, just while we're here. Um, the 499P Ferrari by AF Course, uh, number 83, so that's the private entry, not factory. Um, gorgeous yellow livery. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen that floating around on the internet, but wow, it's like a reverse kind of colour scheme of the factory Ferraris, 1551. Um, yeah, it's kind of that that Ferrari yellow. You kind of see the um, like the the road Ferraris that that get sold. They are yeah that that color. I'm sure it's got a name. Is it Mar Maranello? I think they had Maranello red there for a while. Not sure. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see that out on track. Uh, that's piloted by Robert Kubica, uh, Yiffy Yi, and Robert Schwartzman, I think. So yeah, that'll be. Um, let's see what they can do in that. Another bit of news is uh, we're already talking about the 24 hours at Le Mans uh, happening in June and they've got a 62 car field confirmed. So that, that came through uh, last week. Uh, yeah, so there'll be uh, a total of 23 hypercars, 16 LMP2 cars. Obviously, they're not racing this year, but they'll, they'll make a comeback for, for Le Mans. Um, and there'll also be um, 23... LM GT3 cars, so that's an extra 25 in total on the grid. So we've got a grid of 30, uh, 37. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's going to be great. And uh, another great little stat I actually saw from uh, WEC Stats. Uh, they mentioned that the this is the third year running that Le Mans has had 62 entries, which is the record number of vehicles entered. So that's going to be good to see a nice big grid for Le Mans. Um, and yeah, same size as uh, last year and the year before that. We'll make sure to have a uh, dedicated preview podcast for that one when it gets a bit closer on the 15th of June. Uh, so yeah, always looking forward to Le Mans. So that's pretty much it for this episode. A little bit shorter than the uh, the last couple. Just a bit of news. Um, I was going to have a look through some of, the, um, some of the results in the prologue in this episode and kind of make it a, a, a prologue episode, but... I thought maybe we could just go through the bit of news, mention it's the uh, the dates have changed, and then we'll then I'll record a slightly smaller one uh, on the other side of the the prologue and have a look at some results and timings there. 
uh, so that'll be that'll be fun just to go through. Obviously, testing times aren't always indicative of the uh, the racing, but certainly um, fun to look at. So as I said, we'll be looking at the prologue summary next time, and then after that, we will finally be previewing the first race, the Qatar Airways Qatar 1812, the 2nd of March, with a brand new class and more hypercars than ever. I can't wait. Until next time, take care.